This is OPI Talk, the voice of the business products industry. Hello and welcome to another episode of OPI Talk. I'm your host, Andy Braithwaite. And in today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by OPI Director Janet Bell. Good morning, Janet. How are you today? Hi, Andy. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, not too bad at all. Lovely to be here. Good. We're going to talk about the OPI Global Forum in a, in a minute, but it's a pretty busy time of the year for you, Janet. We've got the Global Forum coming up in November, but before that, you're hosting the North American Office Products Awards in, in New Orleans. That's just uh, in about a week's time or just a bit, a bit over a week. Yeah, just over a week away. Yeah, no, it is. it has been very, very busy, but yeah, it's great great to get out and about and see people so yeah we're in new orleans for the north american office products awards got some great winners not going to reveal them today no 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 scoops for you there um but yeah no that'll be really great and personally i've never been to new orleans so i am quite excited to go there and try out the food and have a look around so um you know that that will be really really nice and i'm assuming it'll be nice and warm there i don't know maybe it won't I've be i've actually but... no idea what the weather's like <laughs> <in your audience. laughs> i don't know i just always assume it'll time, be warm time but... of year but uh, <laughs> anyway, ahead of all this traveling and everything you you're doing i hope you're going to be feeling relaxed i think you've just been on a, on a on a spa weekend or some, something like oh. that sounded sounded interesting <laughs> oh no that's <laughs> funny you bring that up no it wasn't a spa weekend it was quite a mad sauna weekend in Norway we went to a sauna festival in the middle of nowhere in where everybody opens up all their private saunas and you can try them all a friend of mine just wrote Mm. a whole book about sauna and she got invited so we tagged along and it's amazing I mean people build saunas like in over a on a mountain edge over a river you know on you know by a pond by you know these just crazy hand-built saunas all over the place yeah it's a different they're they're well, pretty serious about their saunas. Okay, well, hope you had a chance to try try a few out. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was amazing. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, something that's sort of growing in the UK, but it's still pretty low level. So yeah, it was a different. So I would highly recommend some mm. sauna visiting in Norway if you get the chance. <laughs> okay, back to more back to more mon- mundane topics. Although I don't yes. really mean that, of course. But uh, we've got no, the API. No, no, I'm, I'm re- Really looking forward to Naopa. They've got a great show. It's always good to go to ISG and see everybody and um, enjoy that event. They've got some great sessions. So looking forward to that. And then we come back and then we're straight into the Global Forum in Chicago, which is a place I'm slightly more familiar with. So, yeah, that starts on the 5th of November and finishes on the 7th of November. Right. The 11th time it's taken place in Chicago. Wow, is it? Quite amazing. Oh my goodness! I hadn't realised it was that many. Yeah, yeah. that is impressive. Yeah, a, a new venue for this year, going to the the Swiss Hotel. It looks a nice place. Yeah, we only go to hotels that begin with S. It's a it's a very strict requirement. But yeah, no, it looks beautiful, and it's a it's a lovely hotel, and it's um, down on the Chicago River, um, overlooking Lake Michigan. So it's got a great view, and um, apparently it's got an amazing fitness centre in the penthouse. So if mm. you're into exercise, bring your trainers, and you can exercise and look over the whole of Chicago but I haven't seen that personally so I'm going to looking yeah. forward to checking that out yeah not that we want to encourage people to to, to skip sessions to go absolutely go sightseeing not, no. along the along the river or to <laughs> to nip up to the to the gym for for an hour or two um <laughs> absolutely not strict veto on that you have to get up early yeah. but we are we are taking taking people out on on a trip I think we're going to the uh 
There's a new Fellows Experience Centre, I think they call it, in the Fulton Market area of Chicago. Yes. So that's, uh, I think that opened recently. So we're, we're, we're busing all the delegates out there. That should be interesting. Yeah, it's only up the road. So, I mean, you could walk if you really wanted to. Um, it's, yeah, their design and experience centre. And we just thought it would be really nice to see something that one of our, you know, brands is doing that's a bit different, moving into, you know, really moving strongly into a new area and just showing what's possible and looking at this whole hybrid working thing. You know, mm. what are the real experiences that are being offered to encourage people back to work? And let's be honest, anything that encourages people back to work in our sector mm. is a good thing. So, yeah, we just yeah, we're just popping along there for some drinks, having a look around at what fellows have done. That'd be great to um to see that. And then we're um having dinner in the um very funky Fulton Market area, which is mm. a sort of buzzing part of Chicago. So that should be really nice. And then um people can wend their way home back for more more global forum sessions. But yeah, it should be a really nice evening. So we will get to see a little bit of Chicago and not just be stuck inside. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Now before we look at the program. Janet, can you just remind us who the Global Forum is aimed at? Yeah, we've always aimed it as at a senior executive level, as in we're looking at the people who are sort of looking at the strategy for their businesses. And the content we're giving is trying to give people a sort of overall picture of the direction of travel in the industry, where they should be putting their energies if they want to find growth ultimately. So what are the new trends that are going to be significant and what are the changes you need to make? So, yeah, so it's a really is a sort of senior executive level. I mean, we do try and open it out as well to sort of slightly, you know, we try and encourage some of the younger people to come whose role is growing in that direction, which has been really nice to see over the last few years. So, um, yeah, that's kind of who we um expect to attend and we run the whole event in Chatham House Rules so if you do attend not only do you get a chance to listen to the sessions but also I think a lot of people learn a lot from having those frank conversations with colleagues that mm. you know are not to be repeated. Sure yeah Ch Chatham House Rules just for, for people who aren't familiar it means that people like journalists like myself we can report back on, on some of the the juicy juicy news and, and, and gossip that's uh, yeah it's a bit that, frustrating isn't it? <laughs> It is the Global Forum. Traditionally, we've had quite a good international uh, delegate list. Is it the same this year? Yes, it is. It's um, Yeah, I was just having a, a little look at that earlier. And um, yeah, obviously the biggest contingent is from the US, but there's a lot from Europe, from, from the Netherlands, Austria, UK, France, Germany. And then um, we've got contingent in from Australia as well. Mm. So yeah, it's a nice it's a nice mix of people. We we generally advertise this as, as an invitation only event. You can't just uh, go up to the website and, and book your place. But for example, if I if I'm a senior executive in the office products or business products industry and I'm listening to this podcast and I think, well, I might like to actually attend this uh, this global forum in Chicago. What can I can I do that? And if if so, yeah, what, yeah, what, do do I, what do I have to do? Well, I think probably the easiest thing is if we put the link in the um, notes for the podcast. Mm. So you can see the full agenda, see what's going on, really get the details and check that it's right for you. And if it is right, there is an opportunity to book there or you've got mine and Steve Hilliard's details and you can get in touch with any questions. Mm. So, yeah, what I would say, though, is if you are considering coming, the um, discount rate for attending ends on the 6th of October. So um, mm. if you're going to come, <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time to um, to make that choice. OK, so. There, there we go. We've done the, we've done a plug for 
for, for that. Let's have a look at the the program or or the agenda, uh, as, yep. as they say in North America. There's, I mean, looking looking at them as a whole load packed into to one and a half days. It's uh, quite amazing. Yeah, it is. There's a lot going on. There are points when I'm thinking, actually, do we have to start at seven in the morning to fit all this in? <laughs> so, um, yeah, there is certainly a lot going on. Yeah, and different formats, panels, uh, interviews, roundtables, uh, presentations. Yeah, we try to just aim to d- deliver the content in a way that it's the most accessible for the delegates. You know, certain topics work better as a presentation. Some are better as a panel, etc. So yeah, there's quite there's a really big mix, and the roundtables have always been really popular, in terms of it's a chance to really get your teeth into something. It's nice for networking because you know you very quickly meet all the other delegates on your roundtable, and hear sort of a bit more of their candid thoughts on things because it's a lot easier to do that when there's ten of you than when there's a hundred of you. So. Mm. There's, you know, a really interesting range of roundtables this year as well. Okay. Now, we don't have time to go through the, the whole programme, but uh, if you could pick out one or two highlights, Janet, what would you select? Oh, <laughs> pressure, pressure. Um, I feel like I've got favourites then. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, obviously we're covering AI. We, You couldn't be looking at anything at the moment without looking at AI. And we've got a couple of really great speakers on this. So there's um, a guy called Henry continue mason it's quite the name and interestingly he used to work for an organization called trend watching that i used to be quite fascinated by for the last you know 10 years or so and they have put their energies into looking at future trends and i remember going to one of their conferences it's probably eight or ten years ago now where they were talking about how air would become a premium product the air would become a luxury a commodity a luxury product that wouldn't be just air it would become a thing and you only know, just think oh okay yeah that's pretty insightful so um yeah and he's and his approach to ai is really nice he's not a technical guy as in he's not going to tell us the algorithms and you know the how it works he's much more focused on what does it mean to you what does it really mean how can you use it in your business in a practical way where are the where are the quick wins where are the long term wins so, you know, it's got that much more of an approach and he's absolutely fascinating. I'd recommend if you're not following him on LinkedIn, then you should. But yeah, really, really interesting. And he's going to follow that up with a round. So he's got a general session where he's going to look at some of the um, bigger trends and what it means. And then he's also got a round table where he would really like to kind of get your the delegates experiences and talk about you know, some really practical hit and misses and what you can mm. do and what works and what doesn't. So I think that will be good. And then we're... um Something else on AI, isn't there as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, a great guy called Andy Christodina, who um is a marketing guru, I think is probably the word. He spends <laughs> his life, you know, really, really a thought leader on that. And he's been using AI and teaching people how to do it on your website. So just cutting back to some of the other speakers... There's a really big um, session from McKinsey about B2B um, digital and how the really successful sales and growth is all B2B commerce. And if your B2B commerce investment needs to be at the cutting edge, you need to, you know, the companies that are investing technology, that hybrid selling, that B2B commerce are doing really, really well. And Andy, I think, is sort of a little bit of the icing on the cake on that, uses some really simple AI tools that you can access that tell you how effective your website is and why you're not selling more of 
A, B and C. So and um, he's very happy to kind of if you join his roundtable, you can give him your website address and he will look at it there and then for you and show you what easy things you could be doing. So you hopefully you'll walk away with a list of to do's from that. Yeah, I think uh, I think he was there, he was there last year talking about some something slight, slightly different, but uh but very similar, he, he, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. He pulled no punches on, on some of some of the websites in our yeah. industry. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's great. So that that should yeah. be. I mean, that seems to be a, just an overall theme is sort of this hybrid hybrid selling. So we've got um, Gordon Christensen and Bob Bockmer looking at this as well in a couple of different sessions. It's sales diversification. So yeah. you can't just be selling the traditional way with a traditional sales team you've got to be out there you've got to be looking beyond amazon now because amazon's so expensive isn't it? it's complicated it's the pricing is difficult i mean highlands have just got a license with tiktok i believe mm. and you've got walmart.com growing you've got various other marketplaces in the us that you may not be aware of that we're going to look at so many different ways you need to be where your customer is and you can't just wait for your customer to come to you you've got to find that customer and they can be in some pretty niche places these days yeah and this is true for resellers and vendors it's not what's one or the other yeah talking of diversification we had a a session a a few years ago now i can't remember exactly when i think covid just makes them makes me forget what the kind of yeah something that you think two years ago is five years ago um we had kevin johnson the ceo from warehouse direct had a very highly rated session on how Mm. He had led the diversification of his dealership into to other categories. Now he he's coming back again this year, but uh, also to talk about diversification, but a slightly different angle. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, it's it's um again he's sort of this sort of part two. It's um always about revenue adjacencies, so not going starting with something you know nothing about that's so far from what you do it's looking at the incremental steps next to what you do and um so in part one they looked at he looked at product adjacencies whereas in part two he's looking at adjacent equipment service and and talent so kind of where you can build on that so he was saying that he has more service engineers than anybody else he knows so because nobody else does it Amazon will sell you a photocopier, but they won't service it. Whereas Kevin's team at Warehouse Direct will not only sell you a product, they will then support it over the coming years. And he has found that is a way of not only building growth, but also repeat business. You know, people aren't going to walk away from that because no one can be bothered to manage that themselves. Yeah, we've talked about it for years, you know, the need to have a, a service element in in your offering and you know, he's really yeah. he's really walking the walk with that so i think that'll be that'll be fa- fascinating I, I tell, i'm looking forward to these interviews on the on the first day we've got some interesting people that i think oh. uh, just to explain there's some one-to-one interviews on the the first morning of the forum yeah we like to kind of just open the forum with a kind of spread of opinion from our sector you know, we've obviously got a lot of speakers from outside the sector as well. But for this session, it's we want to kind of cover the key channels and chat to them individually about what's happening with them, where they see growth, what where they see challenges and sort of hear their perspectives on these things. Yeah. Chance for the delegates to meet some of the the new leaders in our yeah. industry. I'm thinking of, of Bill Meany from SP Richards. 
be interesting to, to, to see how he sees things after a, a few months in, uh, in in that job. And then Boris Ellisman is leaving ACO. I'm trying to look at the, look at the calendar in probably next next week as we're recording this. And yeah. uh, Tom Tedford's taking over for him. And he he's also going to be one of the uh, the guests being interviewed by by Steve, Steve Hilliard. Yeah, no, it'd be great to hear from both of them, actually, and hear what their perspective is and how it might differ and where they're going to take their businesses over the next few years. And then, yeah, we're adding to that. We've got um, we've got Heather Green from 3M, who's really, really interesting. And we just sort of hear from that vendor perspective, mm. you know, what they're going to be doing and where they see growth. And then Ascendant, obviously represented by Harry DeCelli, who will be our... Um, He's the um, Spirit of Life honoree this year as well. So he's yeah. going to have a busy year. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's great that he fitted us in. A good mix there of wholesalers, vendors, we've got an independent dealer. Yeah, Eleanor is um, fantastic, really doing some interesting things at Eon Office. And it'll be great to hear sort of the other end of the spectrum from, you know, you kind of your ACO brands, but still important trends going on there that we yeah. want to share with the audience. And then Brian White from OGP business solutions it's a an, an interesting yes. one as well yes exactly so i think he'll obviously be talking a little bit more about the federation and what they're up to mm. yeah looking forward to that yeah no it'd be no it'd be great so it should be really quite a diverse panel quite interesting to hear um from very different perspectives yeah any other parts of the program you'd just like to, to call out yeah, one of one of the other um, areas, obviously, I think it all ties in. It's interesting how you start this journey when you put a program together. You don't really know where it's going to take you. You have ideas and some of them don't come to pass at all. And some of them just take on a life of their own. And um, Troy Harrison, who I think is quite well known to the independent dealer community, he's going to be looking at this whole area of sales. Because if we're going to enact all of this hybrid sales and um diversification you need a sales team to do it and most independent dealers and probably vendors as well their sales teams are you know in their late 40s and 50s as an average so you've got a kind of double whammy there you've got the challenge of selling to younger people so you've got an older sales force trying to sell into a you know millennial even gen z market so there's a sort of learning curve there and also you've got the other challenge of recruiting people. You know, you need these people are going to start retiring soon and you need to recruit new salespeople. And that can be a challenge as well in a sector such as ours. So Troy's mm. going to address both of those topics and try and yeah. help us look at how we make our industry more attractive to sure. young people. No, I've, I've, is, seen, I've seen some stats on the, the average age of, of uh, sales reps in, in certain, certain dealers and it was a, a little bit worrying uh, there are, yeah. they were they were quite old so that is certainly a, a a topic it's a topic across the board isn't it for the whole industry and i think something that we really really have to embrace yeah yeah we've also got um probably one of the other ones i'm really looking forward to is simon drakeford from eo group yeah i was just going to men mention that the whole technology mm. thing is is really a, a key issue isn't it yeah i mean i think it's all part of the same piece you've got sort of troy looking at the people element of this growth and and whereas Simon is look, Simon and the McKinsey people were looking very much at the technology. Mm. So I think you've got to put that all together and why that sort of e-commerce ERP is essential, that if everything isn't integrated properly in your business, if you don't have the data, it's really hard for you to be, as Gordon Christian's session is, you know, you need to be where your customer is. But if you don't know who your customer is and where they are, that's going to be a challenge. So that 
and um, Simon's going to bring some really some real life success stories and examples of how you can pull that technology together and um, really use it to um, drive efficiency and product diversification, etc. So I think, yeah, so I kind of think they're all going to link, I'm hoping they're all going to link together and, um, you know, we'll walk away with a sort of bigger picture of how we are going to expand on the sales proposition. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Miss, uh, yeah, well done to, to you and the rest of the team for putting that, that program together. I'm really, yeah, really impressed. So just as a reminder, from the 5th to the 7th of November, in Chicago, all the details can be found on the uh, little microsite that's been put together as well for the Global Forum, yeah, yeah. which is... I mean, if if you can remember these things, it's very simple. opi.net forward slash GF 2023. So it's not yeah. a hard address if you can remember that, but hopefully, Andy, you'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, we'd love to see you. We'd love to see you there. We've got a really actually fantastic lineup of delegates attending and I'm... Um, just really nice to be able to see those people in real life again. I think you still value that face to face, don't you? In a way, I, I don't think I've got to the point where I take that for granted yet. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, okay. Um, well, Janet, thank you very much. Good to talk to you. Enjoy all your trips to to the US. <laughs> I I will see you in Chicago. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll definitely see you in Chicago. In the meantime, have a have a good trip to to New Orleans and enjoy Industry Week and the the North American. Office Products Award. Thanks, Andy. That's great. Looking forward to it. Okay. Thanks, Janet. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. If you have got this far, then thank you for listening to this episode of OPI Talk. Please check out our website, opi.net, for news, interviews, analysis, and much more from the business products world. We've also got a great app that you can download from the App Store or Google Play. Just search for OPI Magazine. And we hope you will join us again soon for another episode of OPI Talk.